Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Kathy. Bless you. Oh, I'm over there somewhere. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> wow. It's so neat to look around and, and see people I love in the body. You know, bless you guys, bless you guys, bless you guys. It's so good to see you. Um, <coughs> we've been away for five weeks and, it, and part of the time, you know, it's reminded us of, of um, it's a wonderful thing to travel, but boy, it's a wonderful thing to be connected into a body. And um, the big picture of this church is that we're looking at connection strongly um, here, there, and everywhere because we belong to our sovereign Lord and he's there. And uh, we have something to offer the world as a body and we have a calling um, on our fellowship. So summer series, wow. Um, How many of you were at the last couple? I mean, what do you remember? What were some of the big points? Isaac and Heck would love to hear this. (laughs) <laughs> I was talking to them. Jenny's a patient woman. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, well, um, <clears throat> as, I, as I had the pleasure of uh, listening to Isaac um, online, lying in bed in Chiang Mai in Thailand, my <laughs> wife and I, and we hit this little phone thing and we could press a love heart to say we love what's going on. It was... <laughs> We, we live in a great day and age. Yeah, I, I even started posting on Facebook this holiday. <laughs> so I'm a dinosaur in training, so please excuse me. I, I use paper. Um, but <laughs> that's, um, yeah, that, that's part of the package. We're all different and we're all growing. May you grow today as, as God um, shares with us. And um, I'm here with some fear and trepidation. I... I I'm comfortable at work to sort of stand up, stand up and ramble on, but um, preaching, well, that's a, a, a different thing. And so I'd like you to pray for me, and I'm, I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit is in my heart and in your hearts, and we're channeling, getting, and our Wi-Fi is picking up channel Holy Spirit this morning together, and he's highlighting stuff and reinforcing stuff. He's been at work already, speaking through the worship and, and so on. And um, in terms of breaking new ground, you're saying about that, I, I pray that we will be breaking new ground and there will be seeds that fall into um, good soil in our hearts and that God would um, add the increase. He'd add the increase. And I I know he's done that in a great year, uh, last year, and and there's a new year coming and there's a new crop and there's more new wine on the way. So praise him. Yeah, yeah, amen. Raymond, where were you a missionary? Nepal, yeah, that's lovely. We, We were at Myanmar and met some lovely Nepalese people. So that's awesome. Um, okay, sometimes it takes things like travel for, for us and, uh, or being in a new environment, um, even if we don't travel for, for God, to grow stuff. And um, I'm going to share a couple of perspectives before um, I, I get into the scripture. So, um, yeah, can, can you just have the first slide, please, Jalen? Thank you. Um, yeah, we, we spend a lot of time in Thailand, um, but also in Myanmar and, and Laos, up where that little gold dot is in that general area. And so we flew right past Hope Village and Lake Toba and all of those, which are, which are down on the left. And we're just hanging out to get over there and thinking, oh, <laughs> you know, uh, it's only a, f- a, a flight away. But the world is very, very different uh, over there. Um, okay, and next slide, thanks. And in this part of the world, there are a lot of these guys. 
massive statues, just amazing. Um, works of art, both inside and outside on, on hillsides and, and in temples, and a, a lot of them covered in gold. And um, yeah, next one, thanks. And, and that one there is um, actually bamboo underneath, but it's been covered with gold leaf. And these people, they buy these little thin leaves of gold, which have been beaten out by hand, try and stick them on. Talk about devotion, 1,000 US dollars a time in, in, in covering this thing. We learned a lot about devotion. Um, we also saw a lot of meditation. Um, okay, next one. Thanks. Um, here's, some, here's some worshippers. Now, who are they worshipping? Funnily enough, um, uh, once we got talking, we found out that, 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 that Buddha um, is not actually God. They don't say he's God. And they don't have a creation story. Really interesting. They believe there's a fifth Buddha coming back. I saw a picture of a Buddha riding a white horse, and it got me thinking, wow, <laughs> we've got a big picture going on here. I don't understand it all, but Jesus does. God is sovereign. He is the king. He is on the throne. Okay. Um, thank you. Next one. Yep. And there's church. There's a church operating. Um, so those countries are around about 90-something percent Buddhist. So it's really, really hard to find a Christian church. And yet there we were on Christmas Eve on Chiang Mai walking along the street and these people said, oh, where are you going? We actually were looking and we're wondering if there's a church service somewhere. Oh, come with us, come with us. They, went, they were locals. The Christians were invited to the governor's residence in a Buddhist state to sing Christmas carols. And we got to join them. What a privilege. You know, what a privilege. He's at work. Don't you worry about that. And, um, and yeah, later on that night, we also got to attend a, um, a, a Christmas service at a, at a church that was, it was largely American, and we sat next to a lovely Dutch couple and just were reminded of the, the, you know, the international family that, that we belong in. Thanks. Um, great. Thanks. Next one. Um, so uh, around a lot of these temples and the, these Buddhas and so on, um, the people are poor, but they give. Man, they give and, and they, they invest. And next one. Uh, this, this is the giving budget for that particular temple. And it's 1.6 million US dollars a year came in last year from poor people. You know, if they can give like that, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Okay, let, let, let's, let's do this. Um, okay, nearly, nearly done with the intro thing. So last one. Um, we got to stay a night in a, a Buddhist monastery, and um, that was amazing. They were very loving towards us, very, very loving, and we had some good interfaith discussions. I love to find out where we sit. In, oh, it's not speak, sit in the, <laughs> in the, in the school of things, and, and um, you know, I, I realised how little I, I understand, but one thing I do know is that when Jesus returns, that um, every knee will bow. And every tongue confess on earth, in heaven, and under the earth that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So, whoa. Um, and I got goosey when I heard, tuned in and heard Isaac speaking because just before he started speaking, Phil read from the scripture, and I believe it's a, a scripture for our church at this time um, out of Philippians 2, early in the chapter. Real good one, um, verses 1 to 12, so I'll just read that. 
Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, <clears throat> having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to our own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as, as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Um, let's pray. Lord God, thank you that you, you have a big picture. And um, Jesus, thank you that you're coming back. You are soon in coming to and we so look forward to that. Thank you that that gives context to today and for 2019. Lord, sow your seeds in our hearts. Um, Help me to, to share insights of your word and just take those, Lord, and, and may we be doers of the word and not just hearers. And, and may wherever this word spreads by the airwaves and elsewhere, Lord, um, may, it, um, may it go and accomplish that which you purpose it to do. So, Lord, today we tune into you and into your purposes in Jesus' name. Thank you for keeping playing as I keep talking. <laughs> we can do this, team. <laughs> um, okay, today I'd actually like to talk about you. Mm, is that a good idea? <laughs> Are you a bit worried? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I would like to talk about us because together we make up this thing called the body of Christ, which has massive potential. And... If we look at the biblical description for the body of believers, there's all sorts of um, pictures ranging from clans and armies in the Old Testament to um, being a vine, I'm the vine, you are the branches, um, to being a body, to being living stones. But we are God's workmanship created in his image to perform good works which he has got set up for us. I, when our children were very, very little, I used to, to like to set tasks or to, or to see things, uh, even before they could understand instruction, just so that they could participate and grow. And it's the heart of a father um, to see you express yourself and, and to, to do that with satisfaction uh, because of the way he's designed you. Um, So today I want to talk about the analogy of all of us being the body of Christ. The Bible has various analogies. Some of them are kind of locked into time, like the idea of wineskins, where we talked last year that, that understanding about the, the kneading and the rejuvenating of a wineskin um, really added to it. And, and if they talk about salt, you know, the use of salt back in, in biblical times was, was relevant, etc. But the body 
interesting because we know a whole lot more about the body these days than they did in Jesus' time. And if the church universal or the church worldwide even today as it exists, maybe not the saints of the past, but the body, active on earth, is, is the body, then how big is your part in the body? What, what do you constitute? Who, what are you as an individual? Because we are individuals as well. Got me scratching my head and discussing it with the Lord and I jotted a few ideas down. Let's just um, look up 1 Corinthians chapter 12, shall we? May as well flick through those couple of slides, guys, to that, that one. 1 Corinthians, if you swipe, hopefully you've got a phone, and I'm wanting you to use your smartphones later if you've got one. Okay, so 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it's just before the famous love chapter 13. You'll be familiar with it. verse 12 and onwards unity and diversity in the body just as a body though one has many parts but all its many parts form one body so it is with Christ so just there I I want you to um, hold that scripture in your mind and your heart and maybe refer to it as as I continue to talk who are we as individuals in this body it's got feet it's got arms it's got all sorts of things I figure Maybe we're a cell. Body has a lot of cells. Anyone ha- know how many cells in the human body? I googled it, so I must know. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually 30 trillion. Yes, that's a scary big number. But I think for practical purposes, if we consider ourselves a cell, that's the single smallest live unit in the body, isn't it? Remember from your biology, we're made up of little cells. Um, Right now, there are 2.4 billion Christians on the planet, depending on how you count them. So anyone who thinks they're more than a cell is probably perhaps overestimating their size (laughs) and possibly their importance. (laughs) So, you know, it's a few noughts either way, but we're small. (laughs) The body is big and the body is varied. Okay, the body is varied. Cells. um, (laughs) Yeah. We, we know that some cells are different to other cells. Some cells understand the other cells, some cells don't understand the other cells. <laughs> but we all have this DNA which marks us as being part of the body, and it's unique. So your DNA, you look at the nucleus, is going to be different to my DNA. And as well as marking us as unique, um, it's activating small parts of that DNA that makes each cell different. When we're first conceived, we are a single cell, and then we're two cells, and those cells don't look different to, to each other at all. And then there's a few hundred and a few more and a few thousand. There's a ball of cells, but they still all look the same. And that's what we, we call like stem cells. They're undifferentiated. But they've each got the DNA for the potential and the purpose to become something really, really special. Um, Yeah, can we flick on to the next one? I think it's the next one. Sorry about my mess there we are. Lovely. At around about um, day, 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 day 70, 
were about the size of a walnut, somewhere between a, a little, little marble and a walnut. And we have these little things called limb buds that start to form, just little buds. And, and as they grow out from that bump, they become things like hands and arms. And we're going to refer to that later. But just hold it on there. That's all good. Um, but importantly, um, there's only in the body of Christ, the head is one cell. It's just Jesus. And, and we are all connected to him. And, and he has a special role. Aren't you glad? I'm glad that our bodies are not a democracy. Could you imagine if your head was, say, Donald Trump? what it would say to the body or the body of Christ? Or, or what if you were in Australia and you were changing heads every three weeks? <laughs> or maybe your head was rolling off down the, down the road. It wouldn't work, would it? But, but in our heads and in the body of Christ, the relationship between the head and the body cells and the body parts is vital. We're going to think a bit of more about that today. So in doing that... Um, I'd like to get practical, and there's a, a picture of some limbs. I'd like you to take your hands out and have a look at them, okay? So basically, from here down, once upon a time, was part of a cell, and then it budded, and then it formed these amazing things. I want you to, I want you to take a look at them. Um, next one. And I want you to look closely at your fingers. Everyone knows that our fingerprints are unique, right? Unique, 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 unique. Who's ever cut their finger? <laughs> Most of you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you see where the cuts are? Sometimes they're big. But most of them, during the healing process, the special cells have come in and they've, they've bridged the deficit. But then what's happened to the cells on the top? They have migrated along the surface of your finger to line up back to your fingerprint. How did they do that? You are God's workmanship. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. One um, translation says you're his masterpiece. And it's just amazing. Cells are not only different, but they align and they connect. And those cells aligned on a pattern that God put in there. Next, um, I hope there are a few smartphones in the room because I want you to turn your torch function on. Can some of you do that? Anyone who's got a torch, I want you to share it with your neighbours or share it with yourself. And I, I want you to put your finger over top of the thing and then have a look like that. Do you see what I'm doing there? What do you see? Okay, okay. Yeah, some of you are showing me. I can see a lot of red fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are they red? Any kids want to tell us why those fingers are largely red and why you can see through them? Blood, thank you, Rob. Yeah, there's a lot of blood in there. In fact, ours, our bodies are about 90% um, water and blood is coursing around every part of our um, body. There's a beautiful verse, in him we live and move and have our being. I am the vine, you are the branches. What do you think the sap is? God's word. And as cells, we need to bathe in that. We need to share it. We need to carry it to each other. Some of those specialized cells are red blood cells carrying oxygen. Um, some of those cells are what we call lymphocyte cells. They're remembering we've been infected with something and it, and it um, 
And so when it, that thing comes along again, you're more prepared to, to fight it. But um, cells all depend, and we all depend on our creator for our, our life supplies. And we need to work together. You know, you might think, oh, this hand, you know, it's just sitting there. It's just being fed. But actually, that hand might just pick up a bit of food, eat it, and that ultimately passes on food to the cells that are bringing the food. So interdependence is an amazing thing. Um, just a couple more. I want you to close your eyes and pinch one nail. Gently pinch a nail. Okay. And if you or someone else pinched that nail, can you feel that it's being pinched? Do, do you know if your nail's being pinched? Yeah, I think you do. Why is that? There's like pressure receptors in there that are, that are actually <laughs> feeling pressed. They feel the response. There's a nerve running up a meter to here and then another um, connection, a junction box that then runs to your brain. So your brain's got all that. If you close your eyes, you'll still knew that your, your hands were there because there's a part of your brain that's telling you it's, it's moving in space. A good functional team of cells immediately and accurately tells the brain what's going on. There's unbroken feedback. Okay. Let's do a bit of work now. Open your palm and lift a gram of air. <laughs> air has weight, you know. It's, it's pushing down on us, but we're lifting a bit. Yeah, okay. How many muscles do you think you use as you're doing it? One? You've got big biceps like me. Who says? Who thinks one? Nah, no takers. Two muscles? More? Somebody with three? I see three up here. Ten? More? Ten? Something, yeah, Eugene goes for the million. <laughs> going, going for the doctor. I'll actually ask the doctor, how many muscles, doctor, do you think? It, heaps. <laughs> good answer. That's a good doctor over there. <laughs> Where's your card? We'll leave it here. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's lots of, millions a good number, not, maybe not that many, but, but um, our muscles, the key muscles in that lifting action were our biceps and our triceps. Now, they are always working against each other in opposite directions. They're always both at work. Um, and, and that's how it is in a functional body. You've always, everyone's working, everyone's different, but those... In the at the right time, we give way for others to dominate in a process. Um, and, and there's other, other muscles that work behind the scenes. Was my heart working when I was doing that? Yes, it was. And it never stops. And it has these amazing, we call them cardiac muscles, that never rest. What, what was going on in my kidneys? I was producing urine. I was, everything was going on. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, different muscle. Okay, eye muscles. Eye muscles. As we focus and uh, adjust light, the uh, circular muscles in our eye that's adjusting the amount of light coming, they're all working silently sometimes. Um, fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139, all your works are wonderful. I, I know that so well. Um, none of these cells, tens of cells, argued or went on strike. They learnt to let others do the bulk of the work at times and did balancing as required. 
Wow, what lessons we have right here. Yeah, praise the Lord. Um, okay, now, um, is there one more slide? Let's see. It's a bit of a hot um, mystery box. Oh, guys. Um, no, this is a summary, really, of um, some of the things that I've talked about. But do you think that looks a little bit like maybe it might apply to the body of Christ? We become different to express God's design. We need to be aligned and connected. We need to depend on the, our creator for our life supplies. We need immediate fed feedback. We need to give immediate feedback. I, I sometimes liken uh, life in the spirit and, and prayer as like a 24-7. It's now fiber, broadband connection to the Lord. Lots of communication going both ways. Unbroken oneness. May that be yours this year. Um, obey commands and let others uh, go to work too. Oh, respond quickly to infection and trauma. There's an amazing process, and if you want to look it up online as an example, it's called margination of leukocytes. You've got these white blood cells running down through the blood vessels. Hey, Roscoe, you remember this from pathology, second year? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and if, there's, if there's injury or infection in a region, um, there's some signals that go back and these white blood cells, they slow down from their rush and they go out to the edges of the blood vessels. And then the blood vessels open so those things can sneak through and go and do their work in the cell. So pastoral care maybe, look at that. They, they just slow down, they, they go into that. And, and some of us in, in God's body, we're mobile cells, we're actually on the move. Um, others of us are in locations and teams. If you look at your hands, you know, you've got muscles sitting next to tendons, sitting next to bones, all different, but all aligned and so, so, so intricate and fabulously complex. Um, and so complex that we can even do amazing tasks like read a book in Braille. You know, so, um, how about hit a golf ball? You know, that's hard. How about hit a golf ball straight? Oh, it's a miracle, you know, the, the sort of things that, that um, our bodies can do when all those conditions are met, when the cells align and they listen to the head and they, they obey the head. Um, thank you. Last slide. Let's see. I think it's the last slide. One more. This body has a mission. And there, there's the graph of the world religions zooming back out now to think about our world. Um, Funnily enough, Christian, Christianity is not an also-ran. It's the biggest single religious group. Um, uh, but there's, there's still a lot of work to do, and there's still a lot of people. You know, I look at those um, worshippers, because what happens with Buddhism is uh, that the run of people actually go there, and they start worshipping, and they start meditating, because there's a God-shaped hole in their heart. And Buddha, even though the monks will, will tell you that, no, Buddha's not actually God, he's a teacher, they pray, or they or they add their animists, which is you know traditional spirit gods, into Buddhism and, and 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 make that match because they are looking to worship. And there's a time when Jesus said to the woman at the well, you know, worship me in spirit and in truth. You will know the truth, the whole truth, and the truth will set you free. So there's work to be done. Um, Jesus said, I, I when I, I go to the Father, um, He'll be able to do greater works than me. And as a body of lots of believers. There are some great things happening in the earth today. The body of Christ is mobile, but uh, it can always be better. And, and that's our mission.
That's our mission. And uh, we can't do it on our own, obviously. We're just these little cells. We're dreaming if we think we can do it either alone. So what are we doing if we're not well connected to our local body? And that's, that's really what I want to say this morning. Ask you that question. Are you connected? Do you know who you are in the Lord? Um, we talked about last year about that. That's one of the key things. But are you connected? And what's God saying to you about being connected? Um, a, as an eldership, we're passionate about you guys being connected and through the week relationships, um, mixing in small groups, sharing life, helping each other, feeding each other. And, and to, do, to do that, um, we need to move fr from where we are a bit more into, into being a cohesive body. So what's he saying to you? What's he saying to me? What's he saying about submission to the head, about our connection and, and our, our communication? What, what, what is our role? Um, there's a saying, I think I've heard it from you, Phil, if you, want to, if you want to travel fast, go alone. If you want to travel far, go together. You're we're not going to make it. We're not going to have a hope of doing any half-decent job reaching out to our world, our community, our one at a time, our one more person sitting next to you so that in 12 months' time, we're so much fuller and bigger and, and, and more active in the community. Not a chance, unless we align with the one who's got the plan and we, we know we're backing the right horse here. In Jesus Christ, he rose from the grave, and when he spoke to those disciples on the road to Emmaus, he went back to Genesis, right to the beginning, and, and that's our content. So um, I'd like us to spend uh, a moment um, just quietly uh, meditating, thinking about the, what the Lord's saying to us while the music plays.